This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Towards the end of the parasha, we see Klai so complaining. They're complaining to Moshe and to Hashem. Why are you being sad and trying to kill us in the midbar? You don't have water. You don't have bread. We are disgusted already. We've had it with the mon. Well, what are you being us here for? Hashem goes and he punishes them by sending fiery serpents. And it bit them, and their venom went through the people. And Nebuch, as the Pasuk tells us, Many, many years and died. Kaiser realized that they messed up. They come over to Moshe and they say, We made a mistake. We spoke against Hashem, we shouldn't have done it. But now, David for us that this should stop. They spell Moshe Vadam, and Moshe Davins for them. And Hashem tells Moshe, Okay. Make for yourselves a make for yourself a serpent, a snake made out of copper. Put it on a pole. Put it high up, and the people should look at it. And when they look at it, they will get healed. And that's what Moshe did, and they were healed. So Rashi brings the Gemara Rosh Hashanah on Chavtes. The Gemara asks, "Do snakes give life, or do snakes kill people?" What's his business by looking at the snake? They'll stay alive. If they don't look at the snake, they're going to die. As if the snake has some sort of power. Says the Gemara, quotes Rashi, When Kaisu would go and he would look up at the tall pole and see the snake on top, inevitably their eyes would continue and they would see Shemayim. They would see a Venus Shabbat Shemayim. They would see our father in Shemayim. And they would dive into Hashem and they would be healed. If not, they would waste away. They would die. And that is what it was, the Apostle is telling us. That the way they were, they, they were saved from this was by diving to Hashem. What's the connection between them complaining to Hashem that there's no water and there's no bread and Hashem sending the snakes? So Rabbein Bechai tells us that they had water, they had the Be'er Shem Miriam, it continued afterwards she died, they had the Mon, what were they complaining about? So it says now, towards the end of the Midbar, they saw the surrounding nations, and they saw that the surrounding nations have water, regular sources of water. They don't have to be worried about the whole time, will there be water tomorrow? They said, we also want water. You don't have to worry, every day is there going to be water. We want a steady supply of water like everybody else. And then they say everyone else has food. Their pantries are full. Their refrigerators are full. We also want to have food. We don't have to be worried every single day is the man going to fall. And that's what they're complaining to Hashem. So Hashem said, really? Do you know why I'm giving you this every day? So I can have a connection to you. You don't want to have the connection? Fine, we won't have the connection. Says the Pasuk, what happened? Hashem says, if that's the case, He's going to send Hanechashim. The snakes are going to come. What's the lesson of Hanechashim, the snakes, with a hey idea, as if we know which snakes the terror is talking about? It should have just said Nechashim. And Rabbeinu B'chai explains that the Anani covered the clouds that Kaiso was walking with, would go and destroy all the snakes in front of them. Now Hashem said, okay. I'm not going to bring you snakes, but there are snakes in the midbar already. I'm going to allow the snakes to bite you and not to get rid of the snakes. 
What's the connection between the snakes and their complaining? Hashem said, I created everything and therefore I have to support everything. It's all my responsibility. There's one creation that I don't want to have anything to do with because of that, what that creation did. And that is the Nachash, the serpent. And because of what the serpent did, as we lay in the parashas voracious, Hashem punished the serpent and said, you're going to eat the dust of the land. The snakes can eat the dust of the land. What kind of punishment is that? Wherever the snake goes, he has, he has food. That's not a punishment. He doesn't have to worry about anything. And the Gemara tells us, Hashem said, I have to support you, Mr. Snake, because I created you, but I don't want to have anything to do with you. You will always have food. You don't have to turn to me. As opposed to a lion. What does a lion do when a lion wants food? A lion waits in silent and quiet. It can wait for a long time until its prey comes close, and then it springs on it and attacks it. But there's one thing the lion does before it attacks. It's been waiting silently for hours without moving. It all of a sudden lets out a scream and a roar and it attacks. Why does it roar? You're scaring away the other animal. The Gemara tells us that roar is the lion diving to a shell for its food. Everyone has to daven for its food, except for the snake. The snake always has it. Says the chef to Klai Yisrael, I want to have a close relationship with you. And therefore, I give you your food on a daily basis. You should come and daven to me. We should have that connection. The rest of the nations, they can daven once a year, once I have every six months, whatever they want. But with you, I want to have that connection every day. And that is the lesson Hashem was teaching Klai Yisrael. And therefore, when they said, Chaton, we made a mistake, Hashem said, fine, continue to daven. Let me help you. Look up to Shemayim. You'll see me. You'll daven and you'll get healed. Those who didn't daven were not healed. And that is the lesson we're learning from this parish over here. That Hashem wants to have the relationship with us. And that is the purpose of tefillah. Many years ago, there was a fellow who was married. He was married for a few years and unfortunately didn't have any children yet. So he got into his car. He drove to Montreal to speak to the Rosh Hashiva of Mata Weinberg's itself, who was Rosh Hashiva in Montreal. Mata Weinberg meets the fellow, the fellow comes in to speak to him, and he starts crying. And Rosh Hashiva says, what's wrong? He says, well, you know, I'm married a few years already, and we were not yet blessed with children. I want the Rosh Hashiva to give me a bracha that I should have children. So Rosh Hashiva looks at him and he says, who is Masada Kedushin by Yechasna? person looks at the Rosh Hashiva and says, the Rosh Hashiva was. Rav Mata Weinberg was Masader by my chasna. So Rav Mata, the Rosh Hashiva looks at him and he says, tell me, do you remember any request that I made before I came to your chasna? The person's quiet, doesn't know what the Rosh Hashiva's getting at. So he's quiet. So Rosh Hashiva says, you don't remember? I don't, mean, I don't make any requests of my Talmudim when I come to the Chasna, except for one request. You know what that was? The fellow's thinking, then he remembers. And he got a little embarrassed, and he was quiet. The Roshiva said, what was that request? And the fellow said, whenever the Roshiva would go to Talmud's Chasna, to be Masada Kedushin, he would request not to be put up in someone's house, but to be put up by himself in a hotel. Roshiva looked at him and says, do you know why I made such a request? You think I like going to hotels? I'm a fancy person. I need to go to hotels. So the, the younger man was quiet. He didn't know what to say. Why does Roshiva only have to stay in a hotel whenever he goes to Talmud's Chasna? 
And Shiva looked down for a moment. He was quiet. He looks up and he says, I want you to know something. On the day of my Talmud's chasna, when I'm a Sadiq Kedushan by that chasna, I spend the day in tefillah. I daven and I say tefillah for my Talmud. I daven that he should have a good marriage. He should have a happy marriage. He should get along with his wife. He should have a house full of simcha and siyata deshmaya. He should have children. They should be healthy. And he should have nachas from them. And I spend hours and hours davening for that Talmud's chasna, that Talmud's marriage on the day of his chasna. And by your chasna, I davened as well for you the whole day. You don't have anything to worry about. You'll have children. And the fellow felt so relieved when he got back to his car and he drove back to New York. He felt like a tremendous weight was taken off his heart. And sure enough, a short while later, he had the first of many children. Because when a person realizes that everything happens through tefillah, the reason why it happens through tefillah, because that is Hashem's way of getting us to want to have the close relationship to Him. And we always have to remember, Hashem wants to have a very, very close relationship to us. Our relationship is only as strong as the weaker side wants it to be. And Hashem wants it very much. The question is, how strong do we want it? Have a good Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.